The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Gord Steinke checks in this yes. afternoon. Is it nice out there? Yes, I rode the bike in today and uh, very nice so far. It's clouding over a little bit, but temperatures are wonderful. My mic sound weird? Um, no, I don't know. Is it, does Dustin sound, no, is he okay? I'm okay. all right. Okay, it sounds yeah, weird in my headphones. I hear something, maybe it's the headphone. Okay, because I can hear okay, that I'm going to take those off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, a nice day out there. Let's figure that out. There we go. Yeah. Okay, that's Much better. better. Yeah, I think that's just the headphones. So yeah, they're rattling a bit. Might be time to get a new one. It could be just you know things rolling around in your head because well, sometimes be. you know I, this time of year you're counting down to some vacation. It's like yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm at. And it's funny. It's you, you know you think oh everything's going good. Don't really need a holiday. And now I feel like I really need a holiday. Yeah. We're going out to Big Valley. We'll be broadcasting live uh, tomorrow at five mm-hmm. and six. So I'll get there by about four and may probably stick around after for a little you bit. You know I have never ever ever, ever been to Big Valley oh, Jamboree. Wow. Yeah, it's fantastic. Just you don't even have to be into country music. You can just like uh, people watching. Yeah, it's always something to see. It's pretty cool. And I love country music, but just never been out there. I guess you know, unless I've got a trailer to right. stay in or something like that. Don't want to be driving in and out. But some of the acts are well, a lot of the acts are always really, really good. So. Well, they've got lots of good ones and a lot of good Alberta country uh-huh. acts. Um, I'm going to be talking to Mackenzie. Oh, I'm going to forget her last name right now. <laughs> Sorry. But it's uh, there's a couple of girls. from She's from Medicine Hat. Okay. And then there's another gal. They all have, like, Nashville recording contracts. Oh, awesome. And they're playing on the big stage, so it's going to be a huge, huge thrill for fun. them. And it'll be fun to meet these people, too. Yeah. It's going to be great. Mm, have you ever gone out and done the whole three-day thing or no. a couple of days? No. Not, no, I've never done that. Uh, no, it's, uh, you know, I like to get in and out. <laughs> Go in and take a look, scope it around, walk around Do the grounds. Do your thing and yeah, leave. And then listen to some, some of the songs you want to hear. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, kind of take off. Oh. Yeah, it's and then better. just and then just a staycation. Yeah, just I think. Out? Well, I think so. I know you're heading off on holidays. I've got a lot. You know, it's been so wet and live, live on an acreage. I've got uh, some rotten deck boards to replace and a ramp in the in the back to do. Just some puttering mm-hmm. around that I got to get mm-hmm. done that I've been putting off. Even trying to cut the lawns impossible. Yeah. I was yeah, out, yeah. out there. We do what we call you a stick walk when yep. you're out there because you got to mow it. And it was, I was up to my ankles in water. Yeah. You know, so hopefully it's going to dry up. We'll get all that done, and then after that we'll head out. In whatever direction looks the best for the motorcycle, <laughs> might be down to Waterton Parks, or it might be into uh, Kelowna area. I've asked you this before: Did Deb ever ride on her own, or did she always just uh, ride on the back? She went once. She went and got her. She got her license and had a little bike, a little Yamaha, uh-huh. and she really enjoyed it and did well. But you know, when you get out on the highway and you're loaded yes. and you're packed with uh, sleeping bags yeah, and all yeah. that stuff, and all, well, we don't tent anymore. But back in the day, we did, and she. Uh, yeah, it just felt safer for her to have her behind me, yeah. so then I didn't have to be watching what she's yeah, doing, yeah. and she didn't have to be watching where I'm going, so, no, she's nice and, she, you know, I can tell when she falls asleep on the back, that's how comfortable <laughs> she is, because, well, her helmet clicks on the back of mine, and I go, okay, I don't need to hear her snoring, I can just hear the, the helmet click. I know people think it's kind of hard to believe that people can fall asleep like that, but it's true, you can, oh, yeah, it's easy, sure. just kind of lull into there, and you lean in. Well, and the sound of the motor, and I don't, yeah. have, a, I don't have the luxury of a fairing or music, mm-hmm. so you, what happens is the, the sound of the, the motor, after miles yep. and miles, you get a song going in your head that way and I think that lulls her to sleep as well, long as I don't fall asleep we're I'm good I'm getting closer and closer I really am getting closer and closer to selling the motorcycle I think unfortunately yeah, but yeah, yeah I think it's I think it's about time well yeah. then you know then you know it's time to sell it 
Yeah, so we'll see what happens uh, on that front. I've been holding on for, for years and years. Yeah. So well, Now you've almost got like a classic. It's almost a classic. It's a 2010, <laughs> right? And low mileage. And very, very low mileage and went in and warm stored and everything. But well, anyway. We, we could do a trader time right here or something. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to buy my bike? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it's a victory, right? It's a victory kingpin, yeah. Yeah, those are, those are one of a kind. I, I had a friend who had one of those. Nice bike. Beautiful, yeah. Yeah, need to finish my basement, so. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the truth with all of us as we get older? Priorities. Yeah, well. Not common sense anymore. No. Or it is common uh, sense. I, I know, guess. I just, I'm, I'm having really troubles uh, letting go of that thing at this point. Where are you headed? Uh, Tofino. Oh, that's right. We're nice. headed to Tofino. Now, that We're would be a to... nice motorcycle trip. Well, the the ride into Tofino, well, like once you get past, so you go Victoria to uh, like Parksville, and you go all that way, and then once you get into that that that, uh, there, it's a it's a loopy, you yeah. know, almost switchbacky type. So in how long would that spots. take to go from Victoria to Tofino? It's about five hours. Five hour drive, yeah. and then you have to because if you got in there and didn't have a place to stay, you'd be hooped. So you yeah, have to, you're ready. you'd want to book ahead. You yeah. book ahead, yeah. Yeah, so we're uh, so we're doing. Uh, uh, Tofino. We go every other year. Just a, this is just a relaxing place. Nice. Uh, chill. Doesn't get too hot. We're right on the ocean, so uh, just sit back and watch the world go by. And then I'm going home to <laughs> Sault Ste. Marie. <laughs> going home to Ontario. It's been a, it's been a long time since I've been home. So um, better get home and. Uh, and visit the folks, yeah. especially my niece and my nephew. You know, I haven't seen them oh, in a yeah, couple of so years. Yeah. And uh, my oldest, my niece is going to be off to university here soon and uh, sooner or later she'll be like, yeah, Auntie Who? Isn't that crazy yeah. how quick they grow up? I know. Yeah, I the know. same way. They're well, driving you, and everything. Maybe, maybe, maybe they, she'll buy the motorcycle. <laughs> Her dad will. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, don't pick up any hitchhikers if you see two tall guys out My there. My gosh. Talk, you, what is what? going on? So the last word, and it's amazing, because I think this is the first time in a week and a half we haven't really led the show with it. This manhunt continues mm-hmm. uh, for Briar Schmigelski and Cam McLeod, and there's there were some reports yesterday afternoon, and very... Like yeah, nothing confirmed and really kind of, oh, we saw two guys in a car yeah. sort of thing uh, in uh, the Capscasing area. So northern Ontario, I guess northeastern Ontario. And oh, I've been up there. That yeah, way. that's very remote. Yeah, I played up the night. I played at the Capscasing Hotel and I yeah. remember you drive forever to try to get in there. I mean, like Timmins is a highlight when right. you're in Capscasing. Yeah, so is Kirkland Lake. <laughs> but you know what? It's, uh, uh, I don't know, this is just the biggest mystery. Whatever. What is it, day 10 now? Yeah, so, so here's the thing, you know, it's either, and you know, the speculation and we're all sitting back and wondering what's going on. It's like either they're dead. Yeah. Either they're they're you know they're they're dead somewhere, or or maybe they did get a head start after burning out that uh, that Rav Four. Yeah, and, but you can't survive uh, now go. day ten on berries and, and occasional fish. Mm-mm. That's not enough, and they need you need lots of water. And there's no real. So fresh maybe water. they got a couple of yeah, I don't know, half a day a day ahead uh, and got in a car and started driving. Well, maybe but they that's went the a other, lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Maybe they went in the wrong or the other direction or something. Something we we'll find out yeah. eventually. These things always come to a head, but right now our CMP have drastically scaled back mm-hmm. their uh, their search, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we're all up in the air. And that doesn't make the people in those communities feel any safer. Well, no. And, you know, one of the original uh, days when they thought that they were first up in Gillum, I know the OPP at that time had said, you know, just keep your eye out, you know, because it's, you know, maybe not that far over into northwestern Ontario, that sort of thing. But, boy, I think everyone thought that, I think everyone thought that Gillum was going to be the The end of the the line there. And And it is the end of the line, but just these guys weren't there. (laughs) No. Huh. So, yeah, it's, uh, I, uh... 
if they're still going, man, what I would do to be a fly on the wall of the vehicle or whatever, just to see and, and figure out what's going through their head. Yeah. Um, and just hope to God they don't, uh, uh, well, you know, if they're they're the, sus- the main suspects in these murders, hopefully nobody else gets hurt. And that's the big thing. And, you know, and Dad, the one, the, the one father, although he doesn't seem to be all that well himself, you mm-hmm. know, put out that book. He's written a book in like, I don't know, five days. I don't even know. 132 yeah. page book. And, um, you know, saying that um, his son, you know, ex- troubled past. Yeah, and, and going, probably wanting to go out in a blaze of glory. And let's just hope that. Yeah. Doesn't happen. Let's well, hope we, that no one else gets hurt. Exactly, because we don't want to put any law enforcement people mm-hmm. at risk at all. Yeah. So, but you can just imagine the community, you know, Gillum now after being, you know, focal point. And, and that place is, you know, how many people had ever heard of Gillum yeah, before exactly. this past week? Yeah. And, you know, now trying to get back to normal and probably still having a little bit of unsettledness there, just, you know, wondering. You know, did they miss something? Is, yeah, exactly. You know, is the did he hold up in a hole here? somewhere? Or, yeah, and I mean, they're, they're, that little tiny town has been turned upside down uh-huh. with, with not just police officers and uh, you know the Hercules yeah. coming in, but media. There's oh, yeah. media from Australia and covering this whole thing, and it just uh, now they're all slowly leaving. You know, when uh, the when the assistant commissioner, the commissioner of the um, uh, Manitoba RCMP, spoke yesterday, and kind of broke down what they had done and how much they'd covered and the equipment that they had used. It's yeah. Like, how you know how is it that that they couldn't have turned up if yeah. they are there. Mm-hmm. If so still alive. if they're still alive, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll keep you updated right here on uh, on 6:30, Ched, um, as uh, as information comes out. But right now, again, it's speculation. Uh, yeah. They are saying that anyone who does see anything suspicious, to please contact uh, police wherever they are. Don't go onto social media first, yeah. but to contact police, and then we'll go from there. Don't pick up any hitchhikers. Oh boy. Gord Steinke joining me uh, in studio this morning. Well, some big news on yeah. 6.30 Ched uh, this morning as, oh, uh, as our pal uh, Bruce Bowie announced his retirement. I want to turn things over to, uh, to you, Bruce, and uh, we've worked together a long time and we known have. each other a lot longer than that, and I know that you've been uh, doing a lot of thinking and a lot of reflecting over the last, uh, probably the last couple of years, and certainly mm-hmm. over the last uh, several months, and I know that you have something that you want to share with uh, your listeners this morning. Well, the founder of our company, J.R. Shaw, who is our ultimate big boss, um, I knew him well in town here, and uh, I was lucky to be invited to some of his Christmas parties, and I remember him telling a group of shareholders one time that his theory in business was that you hire the best people and leave them alone and just don't interfere unless something starts going sideways. And I kind of thought maybe that was your uh, policy too, Sid, because you've kind of pretty much left me alone the whole nine years I've been working for you here at Chad. so thank you for that. That's well, the good ones get a little bit of leeway, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Well, I, I've told you my story before, and, and uh, I'm not sure it's unsimilar to yours. You grew up in small town Ontario, if I'm I not did. mistaken. Sure. There was no FM when I was a kid. No. No. It and was, stereo was going to be huge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was going to take over the world, and that never happened. But, uh, Sid, I remember um, my parents gave me their old Rogers Majestic radio, which I still have. It was a tube radio. And they thought I was sleeping, but late at night I'd be sitting there and there'd be that uh, yellow-white glow coming off the tubes. And and the, the, the AM bounce, I'd be uh, tuning in stations from, uh, oh, Fantastic Kim in Minneapolis, or uh, in Denver, uh, WSTP in Minneapolis, St. Paul. My favorite was WS Chicago. Uh, John Records Landecker. Records truly is my middle name. This guy was unbelievable. And uh, so I thought, man, these guys sound like they're having fun. I'd like to do that. And then during the day, uh, even down there in southern Saskatchewan, we, we would get 630 Chad. So I would hear West 
Montgomery of Bob McCordon. I thought, man, this is unbelievable. I'd love to do that for a living. And so it took a, a lot of door knocking, but I finally got my first job in Lloyd Minster. I'm not going to go through the whole history. But it seems like it's been uh, three or four days, and now 47 years later, here we are. And so as you said, Sid, we've been talking for several years now. And so uh, I think it was about six months ago, I, I came in and I said, I think I've decided on a date. So I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after 47 years, yes, I've decided, you know, it's a, uh, there was a song, The Birds Did, and it was uh, based on the book of Ecclesiastes in the Bible. And um, Pete Seeger adapted the lyrics, to everything there is a season. And a part of that is there's a time to build, a time to tear down. So 47 years ago was a time to build, this is a time to tear down. So it's time to move on, do something else now, and uh, let somebody else have a shot at this. Mm, somebody else have a shot at it. His uh, last wow. day, Bruce's last day here, August 30th. Wow, and such a class act. I've got oh. to know him over the years since I moved here in 92, and he's always been very supportive, and, and he does so much charity work out mm-hmm. there. And, and it's kind of, it's time to tear it down, he says, at 40s. He could have made it an even 50s, young enough. <laughs> but it does, the, it's just a number, I guess. Who cares? It doesn't matter. When the time's right, you know it. He yeah, knows it. and you know what? And, uh, yeah, working mornings for as long as he has yeah. to, whether it was here, because it was like, uh, how many years, you know, up here? Is he, you know, nine, ten years up here, and then down on, on Kissin on our yeah. country station downstairs. Um, working those mornings, that takes a, it's take, take takes a, a lot yeah. out of you. And on your family, too. Yeah. Because they all have to tippy-toe around while you're yeah. having a nap, right? It was, uh, it, was, uh, it was Bruce and Chris Sheets, actually, who first kind of introduced me a little bit to radio. I, I first started doing any radio stuff years back in 2004 when I was still oh, at yeah. Global. Still global, yeah. I was doing the late-night newscast at 11, but I'd get up in the morning and do come over and kind of be the third, do traffic and weather and that sort of stuff uh, with um, then... Oh my gosh! It was then Sean, Sean Burke, and oh, and okay, Bruce, yeah. and uh, they were the first ones that had kind of you know showed me a little bit of the ropes just to see what it was like. And you thought, oh my gosh, this is really fun. Yeah, it's fun. They made it fun, yeah. didn't they? And uh, yeah, Bruce is like, I love his history from Piapot and mm-hmm. in Saskatchewan, small town of Saskatchewan. And boy, he's bringing back memories because uh, I'd love to see that radio that he's got because oh, I used yeah. to collect those. I'd be downstairs in the basement, and mom and dad would be doing the dishes, and I was doing a little. I used to solder pillow speakers from a hospital. Okay. You get 25 cents for everyone you, you fixed. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. Anyway, I'd be down listening, doing, probably listening to the same uh, stations he was. And, uh, like, we'd get lots of stations out of the States. Larry yeah. King was on the radio back then. And I used to go, oh, I'd, I'd love... That's how you get started. Your imagination goes. You say, oh, I'd like to be an interviewer. I'd like to interview these yeah. interesting people. And that's funny. He's, he goes right back to his childhood. That he's, he was born to be in radio. Yeah, exactly. We're going to miss him. You know, he's going to be missed uh, a big time around here. And, and just a, a calm, cool collected classy guy yeah. that um, just uh, you could always count on 100% and yeah. I'm just going to be there and, and, and do that but yeah. He actually helped me quit uh, 20 years ago I was still smoking. <gasps> he helped you quit smoking? Yeah, he made me feel guilty enough I gave it up right about then. I said that's enough. He says, you know, it just, he said and that's before they they'd banned smoking in pubs uh-huh. and parlors. We were at uh-huh. some event and I probably went out for a smoke. This is like 20 years ago and he said, you know, he says it's just not good for you if you keep going. I said, well I know that <laughs> but I'm addicted to it and yeah, but that gave me some incentive to think, you know what, he's I don't need this stupid thing. So got yeah, rid of it. Chris Sheets was saying this morning that uh, Bruce is the one that got him into running. Oh, yeah. Because Bruce is a big runner as as well. But it's I can't interesting. picture Chris Sheets running. He is summer. running. Really? Yeah, no, yeah. He's a, he's a skinny bean, <laughs> string bean now. Really? Um, okay, good for him. <laughs>
<laughs> Somebody has to run because yeah. some of us aren't going to no, do I'm it. I'm a big walker. <laughs> <laughs> Very slow. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting when you start thinking about how you got into the job right. that you're That's what that you you're in. Yeah. And you know, Chedville, if you want to share with us, I, I would love to. I would love to hear that because you know you, Bruce's story and kind of your story as well. Listen yeah. to the radio. I can remember. Yeah. I could always remember listening to the radio when I was a kid. Now, radio wasn't my first, and I and I wasn't wasn't what I thought I was going to do, but it wasn't until I had an English teacher by the name of Mrs. Piertonimi, my grade 12, my grade, uh, I was in grade 11 taking grade 12 English, something like mm. that, grade 12 taking grade 13 English, and she's the one that suggested, you've ever thought about television, about broadcasting, and that's how it happened, and then I started to kind of, you know, get more and more interested yeah, in it. planted the seed and it gave did. you, also, you need the encouragement from your family yeah. and from other people, because you're not going to make a lot of money in it it's at first, and you're going to you're going to see lots yeah. of small market places, and you have to really love it. And you'll know pretty quick if you like it or not. And I think, and I think for a lot of people, I mean, there's there's it's not just an automatic. I don't know how many of you out there actually said, okay, you know, um, I knew in high school I was going to be a, fire, uh, a fire, firefighter, yeah. a doctor, or a vet, or I was going to be a welder. I was going to do this. I, I don't know, um, you know, that that is super easy. Now, there's a lot of people maybe that that did happen to, and I know these days, kids seem to go through a whole lot more, you know, different jobs. I think our oldest is on, you know, his fourth or fifth variation of a position. Oh, he he knows what he's doing, but he's just, it's been in different places and different ways. That entire staying with one company, doing the one thing for a long time, I think seems to be gone. Yeah, I agree. That's what we're hearing more and more, Mm -hmm. too. There's uh, no loyalty on the behalf of the employer or the employee anymore, so you got to look out for number one. Because you did a little bit of radio. You did radio. First did you newspaper, too, Yeah, I did. I started newspapers as a business writer back in the day, and then I, I was a photographer for the Regina Leader post and a writer and then I went into radio CBC radio Mm -hmm. and then from there when I said they said you want to go on the air I was just I was working as a as a researcher and as a writer and they said you know you got a pretty good set of pipes would you like to fill in for the host and I went oh I don't think I could do that and they went well then your job's ending I said okay Okay. when do I start I can do it (laughs) and that's the same way everything just kind of limped along yeah. like that and then just realized I'm really enjoying this. So it sounds like Bruce had much the same, going from market to market. Yeah, and, and it's, very cool. you know, when you start to look back and, and go, okay, some of the things that, you know, some of those big stories that uh, that yeah. you were around for and that you covered, yeah, it was just, what, yesterday was the anniversary of, um, yeah, Black, Friday. of Black Friday and those who were here at that time, those who were on air uh, here at, at that time, whether it was upstairs or, or downstairs. and Well, that's why it's fun to sit around with guys like Bruce. Maybe now that he's got some time and he's not working full-time, it'd be fun to get him on the like the red couch and sit there, like we call it the red couch, when I do interviews couch, yeah. at uh, Global News at 5, and just kind of do a, a nice interview, because that's the thing, when you put someone on the spot and say, what are the big stories you remember? Mm-hmm. Well, after 47 years, there's there's a hundred of them. There's maybe 200 of them, right? So you have to kind of give him a little time to get some breathing room. And then I imagine he's got some incredible uh, examples. And it'd be good for young, up-and-coming broadcasters, yeah. too, to hear some of these, these uh I think stories. it's always interesting, too, is just sometimes it's not necessarily the big stories, but it was the people that you met. Yeah, that true you, enough. That there's you, that. Uh, that you've the characters met. we worked with. Exactly. <laughs> and he's worked with some, some... He worked with Bill Matheson and... And a lot of the, you know, the Bill and Bill show was on, and, yes, and lots just, of characters. Hey, just tuning in, are you saying Bruce is leaving? Uh, you've been listening to him for years. He's great. God bless him. Yeah, no, Bruce announced this morning, Bruce announced this morning that he's retiring at the end of the month after 
47 right. years 30th. in the business. Yeah, and he's what, and we're just talking about some of the stories that, that mm. he's got and all the different places and people that he's worked with, too. It's just like he's a walking encyclopedia. Well, I think, you know, when we were at that Habitat for Humanity build a couple of years ago and President Jimmy Carter was there and uh, we we were oh, we were given too. we were sure. given the opportunity the interview. to interview President Carter and you know Bruce and I were sitting there together but then afterwards we knew that Garth Brooks was on the ground somewhere yeah. and I said well, Bruce, didn't you, like, introduce Garth at his first ever concert here in Edmonton? Mm. And he's like, yeah. And I said, well, he's over there. Let's go say hi. <laughs> and so over we went and said hi, and that's what it was. And and he said to Garth, he says, you probably won't remember, but your first time in Edmonton on stage here in the big rink, I uh, I was the one to introduce you. I mean, the number of people. Wow. You think how many years he spent in country music as well. You oh, know, you think of Bruce's Chad right. as well, but he spent his time in country music for a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, you know, the people that he saw, the people that he came through, true that he saw you know uh, skyrocket yeah and all, and all those that didn't because yes. for everyone that skyrocket there's 10 that haven't so then he met them too you know speaking of someone just said um hey um are you interviewing Mackenzie porter tomorrow Sorry, is that yes. it uh, Mackenzie uh, porter. my apologies for forgetting her last name on the spur of the spot but yes and i've been watching some of her videos yeah she's a great actress she's in um, hell on wheels and mm. travelers as well okay and uh and a, a juno nominated country singer writes all her own stuff so i'm very excited i'm, I'm interviewing her tomorrow at five o'clock there she's you go performing at two so she should have, uh, you know, she'll be all all buzzed up and ready to go after singing like that. It's, this uh, texter is going out specifically to see her. Cool. So there you go. It's going to be on during the well, 5 o'clock news tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm there live at 5 and 6. I hope to see you out there. All right. Well, be safe out there. Have fun. Are you wearing a cowboy hat and your cowboy boots? Nope, because uh, I'm not a cowboy. <laughs> so I'm not going to pretend. On. Only on Halloween would I Just do that. Just for fun. <laughs> I would pay no to see that. No suit and tie, though. That's big for me. No, no suit, suit and tie. No, don't need that. It's so. casual Fridays for Gord tomorrow at Big Valley we're Jamboree. Keeping, keeping our fingers crossed for some nice some weather. Nice weather. It's pretty nice today. It wouldn't be bad at all. I think the kickoff was what tonight is when uh, yeah. everything kicks off. So, well, uh, have a great day tomorrow. Have a good couple of weeks hey, off. Hey, and you too. And I'll see you on the flip side. Thanks, my friend.